Uh, you know what I learned today? Uh, you have a Karl Marx shirt on. I learned that there is a company called Karl Marx Capital in New York, but it's Marx, M-A-R-C-K-S, I think. That was interesting. So you know what this is? So in uh, uh, during the Cold War, there was a city in uh, East Germany called Karl Marxstadt. Uh, it's called today. It's called uh, Chemnitz. So this club, this club still exists. This football club still exists. It's called Chemnitzer FC. But I have a, a shirt from when it was uh, Karl Marx Stad Motor FC, because that's how I fucking roll. Hello, folks. Um, I've been following the news lately, as uh, it, this is something that I do. Um, I know you think it's silly. I say Lula Livre at the end of this uh, podcast all the time. Nobody even knows what the fuck that is. <clears throat> but I find it interesting that um, in the last week or two, there's been huge uprisings in Ecuador. Uh, and what those... Are are it's a popular uprising of working people, sort of uh, protesting against uh, IMF, World Bank austerity. Uh, they don't think that regular working people, poor people, should have to deal with the problems that the World Bank created and World Capital created. In Chile, uh, just this week, the uh, the right wing government tried to uh, institute uh, uh, a, f- a fair rise uh, in in the subways and in the public transport, and people just sort of stood up to it. There was a beautiful uh, video online about uh, middle school and. High school students going out and doing demonstrations at the subway line so that people could pass without paying the, the fare because they disagreed with this pay rise or this fare rise, excuse me. <clears throat> and the the right wing president said that maybe if you can't afford the the increase, maybe you should travel at uh, at non peak times. That was his. That was his way of kind of uh, dealing with that issue. There's a big election happening in Argentina. People probably don't know about it. The Amazon's burning. Carl and I talked about that. There's a huge problem in Haiti that was, I mean, it's been going on hundreds of years. Um... But all of these things are attached to world finance. They're based on structures that have been put in place on purpose to allow for certain financial uh, institutions and infrastructure to exist. And we have a big one here in Delaware. We got LLCs. And I think people don't really uh, have a full understanding of what they are, how they work, 
uh, how they're an income stream and what they've been used for because of the uh, because of the situation they're allowed to exist in. So we're gonna find more. We're gonna we're gonna explore that tonight. Uh, we have uh, super producer Carl on the knobs. We have a uh, freelance writer and adjunct professor at the University of Delaware, friend of the show, Jordan Howell. Thanks for having me back. There he is. And we have a very sought-after reporter from the News Journal, Mr. K. Baker. Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. I oh, so don't know about so, sought-after. He's, he's sought-after. Let me tell you something. I accosted him once in the uh, in brouhaha. And said yeah, he's sought-after. He doesn't want to pretend. <laughs> he's... He was he was very polite. Jordan was. We had, a, we had a nice conversation. Also said that you should follow Carl, um, producer Carl, on Twitter. Did you end up doing? I that? think I did. Yeah. yeah. Got him right. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm putting a face to a name. There you go. Uh, Carl Baker should be followed uh, on Twitter. Everybody should donate. Uh, donate. Everybody yeah, should donate be a patron. They, they can donate to <laughs> sure. uh, become become a subscriber to uh, the News Journal, Delaware Online. Become a patron to this show. We're going to explore all of this stuff. So, here's what happened. I was uh, I was reading a story uh, on Delaware Online about some uh, some yahoos from Ukraine who were caught up in this Rudy Giuliani business. <laughs> Um, and they had already sort of uh, been caught up in some other LLC business, and it piqued my interest because this this LLC sort of situation in Delaware is something that people continually sort of ignore. They don't examine, and they don't understand sort of what it does in a global context. And so it brought this issue up front and something we can talk about. So... Can you sort of give like a, a brief primer on what this LLC is in Delaware? What the what what you're what you're paying for when you pay for an LLC license, and sort of what kind of uh, what kind of benefits that offers you uh, when you ha- when you are being able to incorporate capital within an LLC here in Delaware? Yeah, I'll do my best. Um, so speaking. You want to talk specifically about LLCs? Sounds like um, so. There is, I mean, top line. It's you can incorporate anonymously here in Delaware. Uh, you can in a number of other states as well. Um, a lot of the state officials will will stress that, and that's true. You can. Um, still, more people incorporate more people form LLCs here than than any other state. Now, what do you mean um, by corporate anonymously? Uh, and and technically, this is this is nitpicking, and I get emails from nitpickers a lot. I I guess that whatever we don't have I to, we don't sent, have to. I haven't sent one of those emails yet. No, <laughs> I know we we don't we don't have to be bound by the orthodoxy of business jargon. But I guess you say formations for LLC since they're not corporations, so incorporate. But whatever. Um, so what do I mean? What do I mean by anonymously? It means um, I could. I can call up a registered agent, um, get them to form an LLC for me. Uh, if I pay a little more, they could attach it to a bank account. Um, they'll reach out to the Department of State for me. They'll form it, 
and the Department of State will never know who I am. I'll, I'll have a legal entity which, with like that, I can, I could flow. You know, p- put money through. Go. You know, if I want to take money from one place to another, I could use that as the conduit to do that. And um, even though I'm the beneficial, ultimate owner of that, the ultimate controller of that flow of money, um, I'm the, you know really I'm the only one who knows that. Me and my registered agent, but the registered agent they they are essentially. I believe it's attorney-client privilege since most of them are, are lawyers, but they, they are they are bound to secrecy, so they won't tell anyone. Yeah, so basically you find a lawyer or a company with lawyers mm-hmm. who will then file all these documents for you, mm-hmm. and they're the, only, they're the only company listed on the papers. That's right. And that's why, that's why you guys probably have heard about uh, many times when national reporters or international reporters come to Wilmington, they always start their story with the... Uh, the, the building on Orange Street, the Corporation Trust, the CT building, which has hundreds of thousands of entities within this one two or three story building. Um, they're all, their listed address is on Orange Street, even though they might not be anywhere or they might be somewhere else. So, so let's, let's, le- let's level set the thing. So let's be very clear about <clears throat> what what fees and licensing revenue is the state getting and what are these entities getting in return they're getting secrecy because through an attorney client privilege it's secret they can leverage other kind of um, benefits as a corporation with with money um, the, the, the tax implications are very little to nil so can you sort of just give us a, a, a sort of a brief description of what the benefit is to setting up sort of this kind of arrangement um so you pay there's a flat fee uh an annual fee that you pay for for an llc um you just file one document that's your original formation document if you're an incorporation if you're an inc you you have to file annual reports show who your uh who, who your your offices are officers are in the company an llc just has to be that first initial formation document so there's there's just far less documentation, um, and and there like with with other bis- business entities in Delaware, there's there's various tax advantages, a number of a list of, of, of various ways. Now Delaware in general, just the the headline corporate tax rate is actually not low compared with other states, but because there's a number of other ways, whether you're an LLC, there's some ways, or if you're a larger corporation, there's other ways to, for tax advantages. But I, I think the main advantage is the, the ability to do it, to, to, uh, to form a company anonymously. Um, and, and my perspective might be skewed because I'm a reporter, but I, I think part, part of the advantage also is, is it's just harder to, there, there's a, there's a, FOIA exemption in Delaware against bulk uh, information requests. So I, I, if I, I can request a document on an individual company, but I can't say I want to see all the companies that this registered agent has formed in the last year. So there, there's just there, there are little. So the registered the registered agent uh, qualifier isn't specific enough for you to file a FOIA request against. The database say you can't do that. That that would be turned down because it's not uh, detailed enough. 
Yeah, it's a bulk collection. Now I, I can I can and I actually learned this more recently. I I can gather all the formations within a particular month, um, which I didn't realize uh, until recently. Um, but yeah, I, I can't. Like, I, I had asked once, I think a year ago or so, can I can I see all the all the entities that had been registered by this one particular um, smaller registered agent and was turned down for that reason. Um, yeah, I mean, e- even things like, and maybe this is an advantage, maybe, I, I don't know if anybody would think about it, but again, it's something that I run into. Their website, if you look up entities, um, there will often, after if you look up, I don't remember what the number is, six or seven, they will often limit you. Uh, and they ask for the, are you a robot, and you have to put in the yeah, code? Yeah, absolutely. So you can't scrape. Super annoying. Yeah, you can't scrape the website, which a lot of states do that as well. I was just going to say, it's a, I mean, it would be awesome to scrape it, but um, it's just annoying because it takes longer to search. Like it's, it's just one more obstacle to accessing information. It seems trivial, but if you're trying to access multiple, like dozens or hundreds of documents, those few extra seconds turn into minutes, turn into hours. It's time consuming. Sure. Now, now with that said, there are there are ways to to learn more about companies because these are people involved who are doing this, who are forming these companies. And I, the best example of the, the people make mistakes, and the best mis- example of this is Michael Cohen. He formed an LLC to transfer a payment to Stormy Daniels. Um, apparently, the story is that he filed this this he formed this company um and he could have done it completely anonymously but for some reason he signed the bottom the bottom of the formation document he didn't have to he was just not sophisticated enough i don't know however you want to describe it he didn't know that where it's like the thing the thing of being like a badass the thing of being like a baller kind of Get you in the end. It gets everybody in the end. Yeah, it's got I mean, me in the end. You know, but the larger you want to po- be a badass. Yeah, you do it. Yeah. The larger point is that you can. I mean, there are there is a value to requesting documents to see. You know, to see did this person make a mistake? And sometimes they do. Um, you know, there there are certain smaller there are certain attorneys. If you see, you know, their name as the registered agent, you like Joe Biden or Biden's family often uses. Melvin Monzak as their registered agent. So if you see his name, you might think, oh, that might be a Biden-linked LLC. Um, well, here, here, it doesn't allow you to search by um, by no. agent or by any of that, though, right? No, no, it doesn't. You can only search by entity name. By entity name, that's right. And not even by letter words within the name, but it has to be alphabetical starting from the beginning, right? Yeah, that's right. You have, no, to, and, you have and to know I, the name. Yeah, and yeah, I guess you, no advanced search options. Right, that's right. Here's, here's the... the, the the thing I like to explore is this idea that it's it's set up so that it can it, it can very it can't really be interrogated in a regular way. I mean, I I would say it appears so. Yeah, uh, okay, that's fine. Apparently, okay. Yes. Again, <laughs> here we go. I wish Margaret's voice was already on this, but like, this is a fucking commentary. This is not Carl Baker saying this or that or the other thing. I'm just trying to stick true to the to the facts, man. I feel you, brother. <laughs> I feel you, man. FYI, I haven't even looked something up yet, and they are. And I just went to the page, right. and they're yeah. already asking me for a code. Sure. Yeah. So the so the so the the, the fact the fact kind of remains that like 
we allow people to open up these these vehicles, these corporate entities, whatever you want to call them, to do any number of things, to park money, to, 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 to push money through, to, to pay things, as you said, to, to, uh, to pay folks that maybe you would normally want to keep sort of quiet for political or whatever reasons. <clears throat> and and I, I find that the fact, well, I mean, would you agree that that's really what it is? I mean, it's a vehicle. We charge a fee. And again, you tell me as a journalist whether this is a fa what, fair uh, definition. We charge a fee for someone or a group of people to create an entity within Delaware to do financial uh, transactions without any oversight secretly with no tax. Is that fair to say? Um, the no tax part, I don't think is fair. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, I suppose the argument can be made it would be easier if you were trying to avoid your taxes. It would be easier to do so, but that's, that's not the law. Um, and then the other part of it, uh, a group of people, um, I mean, anyone can do it. Does anyone do it? No, not. I mean, you well, <clears throat> so I'm going I'm to give you a commentary. Here. Please. There's a famous story. I don't know how famous it is. About uh, I think it was Alan Greenspan, one of these fucking ghouls at the Chicago school. And there was a big argument about uh, economics, right? <clears throat> and so he says, uh, or somebody says, well, you know, I can't do this or that with my money. And so Greenspan says, you choose not to do that with your money. You could buy a Ferrari if you chose to do it. Now, this is nonsense. Like, yes, the laws are there for anybody, you know, to exploit if you want to take advantage of these laws. It's sort of like, yeah, I mean, you could... You could get a, uh, a, a tax abatement uh, if you bought a $10 million building with, um, you know, some, some, some funds from some grant you got from the state. Like, you can get that deal if you're in the situation to get that deal. So I kind of I want to point that out when you say something like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Is that fair? Is that fair yeah, to say? Yeah, that? absolutely. I mean, I, I think... I think there are two things to point out. There is what you might be thinking about. I mean, there there are the most there are the extreme examples like the Ukrainian example, which I've written a couple yeah, of stories about. I definitely want to get where, to the because that's yeah, the new that's right, that's the, right where the, you you, you right, essentially right. use these entities to funnel money, massive amounts of money that only a very few you know small number of people in the world would ever have access to. Um, but the other thing to keep in mind, and and I wish we had a tax attorney here because I. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to mess up all the. You know, we have here. a lot. We have a lot of but, attorneys on uh, on staff here at the bunker, but most <laughs> most of them are defense attorneys or criminal defense attorneys. So yeah, we don't. But <laughs> but what I was going to say is that uh, with uh, so I'll probably mess this up. But anyway, with the the 
the new tax law from that, that Trump had passed, there are some sort of advantages that people talk about that that really, I mean, not everyone owns property, but if you own a home, there is some sort of incentive where you would save money, at least in certain instances, if you transferred your home, not if you, so it was not held in your name, but it held in the name of LLC. Um, so what I'm saying is, uh, the idea is that it doesn't have to be the super rich who can advance, who can who can gain I advantages. I could have my home owned under an LLC, so that way, if I had to declare bankruptcy, they couldn't take my home because it's owned by the LLC. I don't know. I, oh well, man! That'd well, be I mean, awesome. it, not not if you're because here's the thing: like I, I will do anything so. to try and screw over a bank. <laughs> but again, you <laughs> have anything to, possible. But, but again, I think you this, this is the point, right? You yeah, you have that opportunity. Whatever the 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 lower, I think there's a tiered fee arrangement. So depending on how much money you're funneling through this entity, you know, maybe it's two hundred grand, right? So you pay the fee, but again, your your home needs to be. You know, you need to you need to pay the two hundred grand fee to not be able to do it. So you think, oh, well, who has the capital to do that with a, you know, with a home they might own that's two million dollars or three million dollars or four million dollars? You know, it's like to use this vehicle and pay that fee. You already need to be. Well, the fee is only the. Are you talking about the fee to form an LLC? Yeah. It's uh, again, I might get the, It's like three hundred fifty dollars a year. It's What's it's the, not. But isn't there a annual? Bad. Isn't there some sort of annual? Uh, I think it's gosh, I should have this on the tip of my tongue. I think it's three hundred fifty a year. Three hundred uh, a year. It's even cheaper than that. I is thought it, it was cheaper than that? I thought is it was like hundred and fifty bucks. Gosh, I should know this. Wow, this is it's a, pretty it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cheap. And especially if you're thinking about how I mean, you know, this all sounds like really boring, right? Talking about LLCs and business, but if like, you know, the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of like our nation has happened under our watches, right? The rich have gotten richer and like they have done it through vehicles to move and hide wealth, right? This is like I'm trying to understand how all this works is really important. Well, here's so, what I want to do. Let's let, let's do this because yeah. a, th there's there's a there's uh, a bunch of things I want to talk about about how these are used, how these vehicles are used, and you know we've seen it in this in this state already. We've seen it used for Backpage.com for human trafficking. We know that it's been reported. We've seen it used for um, arms dealing. We've seen that. We've seen it used for dark web stuff, it's like uh, real weird drug stuff and like uh, the other browser and all that jazz. We've seen that. That's all reported. Um, there's been uh, politicians who've come in here and talked about how you can sort of layer LLCs on top of LLCs in a legal way to sort of protect yourself against any kind of liability. And so when they come to, to say, oh, well, you're responsible for you know, what you did in this construction site or what you did in this deal, it, it's all layered through these LLCs and then you can't kind of get out of it. So it's really important to understand what this is used for. And uh, you reported this huge sort of story about these uh, Ukrainian guys who are connected to a national political story. Um, and I, so can you give us some background on what they were doing and how they're connected to Delaware LLCs? And then we'll talk about how they're connected to the bigger like a mess. Yeah. So there was the, the one thing I would say before that too, is, is it's important to keep in mind that um, there is, there are, 
a dozen or so and uh, jurisdictions around the world, probably more than that, where that provide these various tax havens. I mean, it's Delaware is kind of the one known within the United States, but you have Jersey in the UK, you have the Virgin Islands, you have, I mean, it used to be Switzerland, you know, everyone used to talk about Switzerland, it's not really that anymore. You have Cyprus. Um, We've talked about uh, trying to call, uh, trying to label Delaware the uh, the Luxembourg of the Mid-Atlantic. We're trying to do that, we don't know if that's going to work. But yeah, Uh, there's... I would Jersey's recommend. By a the, big one. Yeah. yeah, I'd recommend. By the way, it, it's 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 kind of a dry read, but it's really informative. This book uh, called Moneyland that came out a few months ago. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I got it. I, I bought it. I could loan it to one of you. Give guys us the uh, give us the author. Give where you where'd you buy it? Give it to, give us a plug. Is it Oliver Burrow? I want to say that's his name again. I, I might. I think that's his name. But Moneyland is the name of the book, um, and it that's that's what it talks about. Uh, it talks about the, essentially it. it the premise is that this sort of these massive amounts of capital held by people, they're not bound by one country or one jurisdiction. They live in this this set of laws that are really created by these 12 or 15 jurisdictions or, around the world. Anyway, um, to Ukraine. Um, so I, I, I first I saw this story. It was a, a lawsuit in Chancery Court last May and I wrote the story then, before all the stuff about Giuliani really blew up, um, and essentially it said it was this bank, this Ukrainian bank, that had been controlled by these two oligarchs until 2015, and the bank as an entity was alleging that <laughs> while they controlled this bank, they there's you know they 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 laundered at least hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe up to $5 billion out of the bank, uh, most of it through Delaware LLCs that they had bank accounts attached to, you know, uh, and they had their these oligarchs, I should say, allegedly uh, did this. Uh, they, they used... They, I, we're going to... That's uh, duly noted. <laughs> duly noted. Uh, they, they had agents, allegedly, in Florida who they... Um, who were kind of the... the the incorporators who were listed on on some of these these entities, uh, not all of them were LLCs. Uh, I think one of them was an incorporation, an Inc. And then, long story short, they used this to buy real buy real estate in downtown Cleveland, and then steel mills in Canton, Canton, no Warren, Ohio, and then some steel factory in Kentucky. Um, oh, they're making randomly. America great again. Yeah, exactly. Well, but then one of them, the the Warren steel mill. Uh, closed down in 2016 and laid everybody off. So, um, so that was the story. I learned about that. Um, I saw that the general counsel listed on one of the one of the Delaware. Uh, this was the Inks, the Delaware Corporation's document was the husband of a Florida congresswoman, which was interesting. Um, and the lawyer that who brought this case on behalf of the bank was. Um, William Burke, who is the same attorney who has represented a number of former Trump uh, administration folks, Rance Priebus, um, Don McGinn, and others. So that was interesting. I uh, wrote that story, and then all of everything else kind of erupted about Ukraine over the last couple of months. Uh, it turned out that one of the kind of the chief oligarch who was who's the defendant in this case 
um, is the same one who has been, well, he's, he has been funding a lot of the militias in eastern Ukraine who are fighting Vladimir Putin. That's just an interesting tidbit. But then he's also was one who had started being, he was, uh, that Giuliani started attacking in May. Uh, all of our Twitter, Giuliani was calling this guy a notorious oligarch, dangerous. And he was saying that this oligarch was threatening his two clients. And those two clients of his happened to be the two guys that were just arrested last week. Uh, Igor and, and Lev Parnas. That's that. Lev Parnas. Two Florida dudes. <laughs> yeah. So they had a, a little more context. Uh, Ukraine has a new president. He is a political newcomer. When he was elected, a lot of people, he, he was on TV for I don't know how long, but the, the network where he was aired was owned by this oligarch. And a lot of people say that this oligarch is really the, the benefactor of this president, again, allegedly. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, everybody, you know, I mean, you know how people conversate right. what they say. I mean, yeah. anyway, if you have, if you have a problem, let, let me just <laughs> cut in here. If I, if I may, <laughs> if you have a problem, uh, just uh, email highlandsbunker at gmail.com. You can tell me how, uh, you don't trust the media now and it's fake news <laughs> and I will try to find your IP address and come to your house and tell you how fucking stupid you are. Okay. Uh, Carl, can, can, can you continue, please? Thanks, Rob. <laughs> um, and so, where was I? Um, <laughs> Sorry. Oligarchs. Oligarchs. Olig- alleged, alleged uh, oligarchs. Alleged oligarchs. So the, 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 oh, yeah, so the, new, the new president of uh, he, Ukraine. He, this, this oligarch was, is the benefactor. A, he, yes. Yeah, he, he's, a, uh, he's almost like a comedian. He's a re- like a reality TV. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, and, and so the, the, uh, the network he worked for was actually obviously a, a corporate sort of network that was owned by this oligarch. So it's mm-hmm. very complicated whether or not he's you know, where sure. he's coming from. And so he, he's elected and apparently – Reportedly, uh, Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman, uh, whether they spoke with Giuliani, I guess they did. They so Giuliani actually wanted a wanted a meeting with the new president Zelensky. So he had his two guys go talk, go reach out, set up a meeting with the oligarch Igor Kolomoisky, his name. Um, they essentially said, "Hey, let's have a meeting about I think it was about energy or about steel." something about business they went in there and they said actually we want you to be our shuttle diplomat and set us set us up a meeting with uh with the new president he reportedly kicked him out of his office and said you know i'm not that's not what i do i'm i'm not the uh the secretary for the new presidents you you call them uh that's apparently it seems like when everything turned bad and that's when giuliani started attacking him on twitter and saying that he had threatened uh his two clients maybe you threatened him i don't know but uh, and then there was a, a second lawsuit filed in Delaware against this guy with many of the same, the same claims. With wait now, do any of these lawsuits involve the the LLC named Fraud Guaranteed, or is there are there no pending lawsuits against Fraud Guaranteed? So Fraud Guarantee, um, that that apparently is connected to Lev Parnas. Uh, his name's not on their formation documents, um, though. Let's see. There's two. There's actually two LLCs, and a lot of people on the Twitterverse have kind of, I think, I mean, they conflated them rightfully. There's Fraud Guarantee LLC and Fraud Guarantee Holdings LLC. 
Frog Guarantee LLC dissolved, I think, a few years ago, and the holdings one stayed. Um, I think, again, my, my details might be wrong, but um, neither Parnas or Fruman are listed on those companies, but there, there's actually four people who were charged defendants in that case, and one of the other charged defendants is listed on the Delaware LLC formation document. So, but re the reports are that they belong to Lev Parnas. He's ultimately the guy controlling them. You said the one, uh, the holdings, is, is it still active? Is that is it still in good standing? I think he, I'd have to check my email. I think it was. I, I don't think it's paid its taxes this year, but I, they have a year before they're dissolved for non-pay or not not paying. So, um, is in good standing. I don't know. I, I'm I, just I, thinking I, back to yeah. the uh, to the back right. page where it was in right. good standing for quite a while after it had been shut down and everyone knew exactly what it was used for. Yeah, and they um, got. Yeah, and and, and the uh, the Delaware uh, Department of Justice came out. What was it? Two months ago, a month and a half ago, uh, saying we are going to actively dissolve companies now that uh, if there is uh, either uh, if if they've been convicted of of some sort of illegality or there is a good reason to believe that they are participating in it, we will proactively do that. Whether they, I guess we'll have to wait and see whether they do. But. And they did do that with Cohen's company too, right? The LLC. What was that one like? Essential Consultants. That's the name of it. I don't remember if they dissolved it or not. So here's here's my issue with it, right? Okay. And we kind of we we talked about this. Uh, well, you you were just sort of describing the roadblocks that you that you uh, sort of run into when you're trying to report about this kind of thing. And uh, what the uh, there's sort of a legal sort of loopholes in the FOIA thing, and you ha it can't be a bulk request or et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's all these different things. So it it it's it's pretty strange that you would, on one hand, say, you know, if these if if these entities are being used in some nefarious way, you know, and and Again, there's a lot of evidence that they've been used for many, many things that are horrible. <clears throat> but on the other hand, we absolutely do not want you to be able to look at what's going on here. Uh, we do not want the news journal to find out anything. You know, we don't want WDEL or any kind of journalist to, to know anything. So it's a it's a little bit I find that situation very interesting because it's a it's a paradox. You're saying we want to we want to crack down on, you know, if the if if the the, pre the president the president of the United States Trump if he wants to pay off a, a you know, a porn star that he wanted to have sex with uh, and we want to give it to some guy to do the thing and you know whatever or you know if there's a construction company that wants to layer the things that they're doing to kind of escape any kind of liability for that we want to do that or you know if you just want to do kind of if you want to like libertarian shit you want to do that all in secret <clears throat> we want to be able to investigate and enforce the things that you don't like but we also don't want anybody to look in to see anything that you're doing it's a very odd situation, don't you think? Um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I, I, I uh, <laughs> sorry, buddy. 
I, I think went on the, a, that was a uh, no, no, that no. was like a small. I that mean, was what we call a small rant here. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm very it's, sorry. It is a very reasonable rant. Um, I mean, one, one, I, look, here's what say. I'm telling you. I don't <laughs> think he listens to it. But if any, you know, there's probably people on on Governor Carney's staff who hate listen. And if you felt like I was saying that like directly to you, I probably was saying it directly to you. Um, I I think the one thing that they that um, Tom Carper would say is we are trying to pass legislation in Congress to give the authorities um, access to beneficial owners, and that means the people really behind the companies. Um, there are various proposals. Uh, I think some would be toothier than others, but um, that's that. That would be Jordan. Would you like to? Would you like to comment on this? Um, how funny you mentioned this. Um, <clears throat> so I don't have you read. There was um a a report in Reuters. It was like from 2015 on Delaware. Um how Delaware kept America safe for corporate secrecy. Um, and it kind of detailed the um, a history beginning from like 2009 through like maybe 2016 of efforts by Jeffrey Bullock, the Secretary of State, Tom Carper in the Senate, um, uh, to fight back against what at the time was seen as a rising tide of, uh, you know, anti-corporation, um, anti-corporate secrecy proposals, uh, and in some cases, laws that were being passed elsewhere in the country, um, and that a um, it all was prompted by apparently uh, the U.S. Government Accountability Office in 2006 said that Delaware was a favored destination for companies who want to anonymously form corporations that can then evade the law. Um, you know, like it's. We've had Delaware politicians always say they're trying to seek that middle ground. But you know, I was reading through that. I read through that article a couple of times today as I was like thinking of questions for this um, interview. And I thought it seems like this is just the classic kind of like political move of always moving the goalposts, right? Um, meet me in the middle. And then they take one step back. Um, has there and like, and, you know, in the, like, the people you've spoken with, you know, is there a sense that are people frustrated by this? Is there a sense that anything is actually going to be done? Um, you know, what are, um, or like what other insights could you, you know, offer regarding that? I, I think there's a sense that something is going to get passed. At least there was. Um, now, whether it's stripped down with, so I did a story for three years ago um, about, the latest legislation in Congress, and um, gosh, I remember right. There were there were, there were at least there had been two kind of competing bills: one from Carper and and others, and then another from God was it Carl Levin? Carl Levin of Michigan. It was yeah. yeah. Okay, you know, <laughs> um, and I think I think everybody would would agree that Carl Levin's was the stricter of the bills. It would have it would have required uh, more disclosure. Um, so, so, I mean, people would argue, at least probably in his camp, that, that, that their Carper is moving the goalposts because he sees the changing public uh, opinions on this, uh, but not moving them far enough. Um, I don't know if that answers your question. I, I it seemed like something was going to get passed. 
I, I'm not sure of the latest on it, to be honest. So, well, I guess uh, if I could phrase it a different way, um, yeah. it seems like, um, uh, let me phrase it another way in 2014, 31 of Delaware's 62 elected representatives signed an open letter that said, in part, Delaware law encourages anonymous shell companies to facilitate money laundering, terrorist financing, drug smuggling, arms trafficking, anonymous campaign contributions, tax evasion, and other criminal activities. It was signed by many people who are still you know, sitting in the General Assembly right now. Um, I guess I'm just wondering, like, from your like, conversations, what happened? Like, that, that was a, seemed like a major step. But it almost seems like we've moved backwards since then. Like, we're not talking about it. It's not um, in our conversation anymore. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we had, there, there had, at that time, there had been some pretty high-profile cases. It wasn't, well, that was 2014, I think. Is that right? That, yeah. Yeah, I mean. They, it was posted under John Kowalko's uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook page. Okay. It was signed by. Friend uh, of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. signed by a lot of people who are still, and in people in leadership yeah. positions who are still in the uh, General Assembly. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Jack Abramoff had been, what, five or six years before that? Uh, he had, or I don't remember, to be honest. It was some years before. It wasn't that that far before that where he had, what's the story? He, he had gone to Rehoboth Beach and found some kid to incorporate all his LLCs for him. He didn't even use a registered agent, I guess. Um, Sounds about right. That was one. There was a Victor Boot, the arms dealer, or no, I'm sorry, the yeah, the arms dealer. <coughs> that was an arms dealer. That was yeah. the one I mentioned earlier. That was right. the, the, the yeah, yeah. And then and then even later, uh, after 2014, there was the at the time what had been maybe the largest theft of of of, of, of a pub, of a sovereign wealth of of a country, the Malaysian. Um, what do they call it? The one MD, whatever it's called. The the there was a billion dollars stolen from the Malaysian Sovereign oh, Wealth yes. Fund. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I, I wish I could remember you threw this on me all of a sudden. But yeah. Yeah, there, there was the Malaysia somehow like was able to like extort or get like a billion dollars. Sure. Some crazy yeah, story. I mean, it, it was such a crazy story. It was it somehow involved the producers of the Wolf of Wall Street even. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking Yeah. Uh, so I, I should I, remember more. I look, wrote the damn all, story we're all, for us. We're all but. hunkered down in the bunker yeah. right now, so we can't give you a lot of like, Maybe Carl can look it up afterwards. Does he have is, internet? This is a, yeah. not now. This is not. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to roll. I mean, we got to roll, roll, roll with it. We got to roll with it. But yeah, this is that's a crazy story as well. I think I mean, you asked why why hasn't, you know, there had appeared to be i mean first of all like, yeah, if, it, if it's only 30 of the 60 or so i mean that's you know you, you lose a few of them and you don't have the majority i guess um it, it is it still provides a lot of revenue for the state there is there is the incentive for delaware legislators to to continue the 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 money flow i'm for, so i'm so glad you said that because uh, you know you guys are talking and i'm just sort of listening that's why i wanted you both of you guys because you know more sort of details than i do i rant about it so if, but all i could think about as you guys are talking is like yeah this is uh this is what funds our schools everybody well i mean that's part i mean that's well again I, could you use I, a different I, example well <laughs> i mean I'm, what i'm saying is that um this and things like this like people bitch people fucking bitch up and down 
about the school's stink. Carl and I just did a. Uh, I love not, our schools. Sorry, I love Carl our teachers. Baker, Carl, Carl Stomberg. They need more I, funding. Uh, just did an episode about uh, suburban poverty, right? And part of that is that the suburban schools are just getting worse and worse and worse, right? Well, when you come, when 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 your when your funding mechanism is fucking mafiosa schemes that we just talked about for an hour or whatever, right? Or or part of your funding is right. The other part is. Uh, you know, making sure that credit card companies can charge any interest and charge any fee and can get go to the chancery court, that, as Carl Baker fucking described it. You know, like, yeah, it's not everything, right? People bitch about the, for your, your public services here. And the reason they that they f- suck is because the funding mechanism for them is a fucking criminal enterprise. And and it, we have to get this across to people somehow. I don't know how we're going to do it. Well, and I mean, again, ask yourself. This is if... a uh, this is a total commentary. Carl Baker, Carl Stomber, don't. I mean, all these people want to be hired someday. This is me talking. This is your friend, your comrade, not these guys. These guys are actually looking at me to tell me to to be quiet. Just want to. I want to point that out. But but like everybody knows the, we all have our own but, voices. But but Carl, as as. As the meme, and I know you're a big meme guy. You love memes. I've learned about memes. Yeah, yes. I learned what Lex, they are. Well, Lex wanted yeah. to make sure that we talked about memes. Is that right? There's a I meme know. on the internet that I like very much. You're going to have to explain it for me slowly. But go Here we go. Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. So there's a comedian who uh, was in um, Broad City. What is his name? Um, he was one of the girls... Uh, boyfriends on Broad City. I can't think of his name now. Can you think of his fucking A? Somebody look this up. You're going to cut this in like I know what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> cut this This in. is important. We're gonna, so this part's going to be cut City out. Broad City boyfriend. So this part's going to be cut out right it's now. Probably, this part's probably going to stay in. Everything is. Because okay. and anytime I embarrass myself, fucking somehow Carl keeps it in. Because uh, Hannibal, Hannibal Burris. Yes. Where do you know him from? No, I'm... <laughs> this part's definitely staying in. <laughs> I know. Now it's definitely staying in. You know, uh, here's what's funny. Who what? <laughs> yes, no shit. I just learned what Broad City was, by the way. Guys. Oh, tie. Four and three and two and one. Clinton, 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 Clinton. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> one of the first times he did that uh, thing about Bill Cosby was at the Grand Opera House, actually, here in Wilmington. I don't know if you know that. But when he was sort of uh, going on this thing to sort of bring the Bill Cosby thing back to the fore, uh, he did it at the at the Grand here in Wilmington. But there's a great meme on the internet of him, like, sitting at a, uh, at a roast in a, in like, a, you know, tuxedo, just leaning back and saying, why are you billing me? I'm right. And I feel like that meme actually encapsulates everything I'm trying to do here. Like, people fucking hate it. They hate They hate it. Like, why are you saying this? Why are you saying that our schools stink because we allow people to launder money through here? I'm so mad about it. Why are you billing me? I'm right. Okay, that was my, that was my rant. <clears throat> Sorry. 
Thank God somebody remembered Hannibal Burris. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the point is, I know I put you on the spot. But the one, um, the one thing I think that is the uh, is the is the, the stepping stone between what you've reported. Oh, what did I do? Did I do no, something? continue. Sorry, he's, sorry. He's not wrong. I'm so, <laughs> sorry, he's not wrong. You know what? I want you. Can, you can take that out of context and just put. And I just want the title to this being. He's not wrong. No, like that's. The I wasn't one. talking about you, Rob. <laughs> Why are you billing me? I'm right. Continue, please. No. So, so again. This is uh, actually Lex is the one who told me to uh, bring up memes that you. The yeah. idea of internet memes makes you very angry. No, I just struggle uh, to understand. Okay. Yeah. All right, buddy. Sure. We'll, right. we'll, we'll bring I'll get you, there. We'll Don't bring worry. you along. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Just maybe the stage in Lex, maybe it doesn't. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no. I, so the the one piece of context that I I hope is, is the next step is to sort of connect the fact that all of the sort of like um, fancy business dealings is really the way that we fund everything. And when you make that connection, it's it seems a little creepy. Like, do you think a regular person would find that a little strange? Like how you fund or uh, a big way of funding schools or roads or whatever is is sort of all of these sort of weird business schemes do you like think if, people, like do you think a regular person pers would think that was odd like if 25 percent of my income came through money laundering would that is that is that what you're saying like would, like would kind that be of, would yeah, that be socially of. would that be socially awkward if i had to like tell people that socially awkward. <laughs> like i'm only i'm only one quarter money launderer to be perfectly yeah. honest with you here's my question is like as a journalist who writes about this stuff who could write about this do you think taking that next step and saying oh the fees that we take from these kinds of schemes uh actually fund 40% of our schools. Do you think people would be like, wait, what? Or do you think people would be like, I don't want to know about it? Um. So. Or do you even think I, you have the, I mean, yeah, can you I mean, even say such a thing? I, I I probably don't have my finger on the pulse of, of Delaware political sentiment. Fair enough. But um, I guess the question is, is, are we okay with lower taxes, not having to pay as much? Will we tolerate, you know, some instances of theft, laundering, whatever else, using our entities to to get lower taxes? Um, you don't. I, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that would say. They would probably say yes. I'll take lower taxes if, if you know. I mean, I think the question is is how much how much of it, and I don't know the answer to this. A lot of you know drug dealers, arms dealers, others people stealing money from Ukrainian banks choose Delaware entities often to to as conduits to move their money. 
if they didn't have that option, would they use then use another entity that would work just as well? Um, would it stop? Would it stop the problem? I don't know if that's a that's probably a cop out. It's a punt, but um, I I am questioning. I'm thinking out loud about whether or not people in Delaware would just say, "Yeah, it's worse. Worse. It is worth those instances of 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 malfeasance." Here's what I'll say. Maybe we'll close. Maybe maybe we'll close on this uh, sort of uh, commentary from. Well. This, this will be the close, and then probably Carl will cut out whatever you say after this. Or he'll put it in that you said it before I said this. But. I want to ask him about funny LLC names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, don't think, I, I don't think people care. You don't think all. people care about which? Uh, about funny LLC names? No. No. <laughs> you, you think people would willingly pay higher taxes? Or no? No, yeah. no, I, I actually, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm real cynical when it comes to that. Like, you know what? It's actually a little too dark. I don't want to get into it right now. Tell your funny story because I don't want to talk about it. I didn't have a funny story. I want to because, uh, well, it's not necessarily funny, but just some of like the stranger, uh, like the stranger interactions that, um, not, not even interactions, it's like stranger cases of LLC formations, like, um el chapo guzman like the notorious uh uh mexican drug lord and arms dealer um he had a he had an llc incorporated here and you wrote a story about that too didn't you did i write that one um well the story i I don't remember who wrote it but um so he had he had partnered with with this mexican actress named kate castillo i think and they had they, their plans, at least, were to start a tequila company, and then so they registered entities in Delaware to 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 oversee that. Um, but I don't think that ever got off the ground. But yeah, they they had absolutely formed companies here, and um, and there and I think I think one thing to point out there may he, Chapo Guzman may have formed lots of other ones that we just don't know about because that's the whole point. You know, uh, you're not allowed to find out because it's a uh, it's secret. Right, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Delaware is the most secretive U.S. state, I think. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, like, I would like to be almost certain of that. It is like, there's a lot of stuff like that's behind the veil here. But like, one of the other things, Nevada is also. Um, like, so we have yeah. these companies here, and it's like a company named Fraud Guarantee is allowed to incorporate it. <laughs> I found one. Did you see the one I put on Twitter a while ago? It was a company called Penn Island. Penis land, yeah, I get, I get yeah, yeah. That was that was incorporated here, and it had its own website and everything. And like, we have these kind of like cases that like make a, and like if you look up fraud, oh, oh, look up anything like just put the word big into like the the corporation searcher and see what you get. Like clearly, there are examples there of people who are just making a mockery of the system. But then they won't incorporate a company. What was it called? Dick Shark. Uh, no, they did incorporate Dick Oh, they Shark. did incorporate Dick they wanted, Shark. They okay. wanted, what was it? Uh, I mean, you he, have to incorporate <laughs> Dick Shark. <laughs> I mean, that's, because even I, like, I, that was like even I or something, or something right? like that. And by the way, that is exactly what you think it is. It's the, the company, it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a porno. I had to, yeah, I, I had to Google that for the story. But, so you're like, uh, hey, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Gannett. I got to get on this porno site for this story. <laughs> 
Yeah, hey, uh, no, there was, a, there was an IMDb page for it. I I'm think, sure there right? was. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'll tell HR that. Yeah, right. Um, no, it was, they wouldn't incorporate. But then I think they. I should remember all these details. I, I think the company has a, at least won its case. But it was a company. It was a restaurant called Illegal Pete's. Uh, just like a, I don't know, generic restaurant in Colorado and Arizona or so, something. Um, but yeah, they, for some reason, said that was uh, it would harm the brand of Delaware. Which is, <laughs> yeah, the uh, brand. Yeah. I mean, can you, you know what I'm, I, I want to say? I maybe, with that story, maybe, maybe, we, <laughs> maybe we can get a couple things on about this too, because I, this, the one thing we haven't talked about is this connection with the uh, the Panama Papers. And uh, there's a uh, the, the the situation that we have in Delaware has been mentioned in other sort of world uh, money laundering schemes that have been reported over the last ten years too that didn't get a lot of local sort of uh, didn't have a local impact necessarily because it was just like a pass through. Do you know what I mean? Well, oh, so like an was, LLC is a pass through. How you can like register like six or seven all in a row and just have not money pass through? Not even them. that. The idea that that was my work in even <laughs> yes working facts in there. The idea <laughs> that even even uh, some of these sort of kind of mundane schemes that come up when you talk about the Panama Papers, for example, look at El Chapo, same thing. It doesn't get a lot of local play. But people know about this worldwide sort of web of bullshit, and it's the same stuff. But for some reason, they don't connect it to like, oh, uh, this is why these things happen here, because this is like a huge revenue builder for our state. You know, they don't uh, make that connection. That's the last connection I think people don't put together. The, the one thing I would say, and I, I hinted at this earlier, and now I'm just kind of re- rethinking it, um, it, there is, Delaware was the first. It has absolutely the most LLCs incorporated. Other states have rushed to catch up. And uh, as far as I can tell, at least, you can do near pretty much the same in Wyoming or Nevada and maybe a couple other states that, that you can in Delaware. Um, it's just so that we have the it's, we have sort of the infrastructure to do it here quickly, easily. People know this is the place to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I think just with the larger, what they call they call the corporate franchise, all the registrations, uh, whether they're LLCs or, or incorporations, yeah, we have that, that, long, that infrastructure that's been in place for a long time. We have the Chancery Court, which is a... A court that's specific to businesses, um, and we have the name Delaware. Um, whether or not that edge, if you want to consider it an edge or not, whether that will remain, I, I don't know. Wyoming is trying to cut into it. There's this whole this whole race that that Delaware kind of has pulled back from. I've written stories about about allowing companies to register with blockchain technology and all this that Wyoming really has jumped on board for and, and passed a bunch of laws that has, have allowed companies to do that. And uh, so five years from now, we, we could, we could actually Wyoming. we could actually talk about blockchain and uh, Bitcoin, but then uh, we have to all uh, agree to a suicide pact. We all have to die right now. 
Wait, you're not part of a bit, you're I'll, not part of a Bitcoin pyramid scheme? Absolutely not. Wait, am I the only? Right. <clears throat> so, folks, uh, I'm glad that you uh, have listened to this. We're trying to uh, connect issues that are happening, people who are reporting things locally to bigger things. Maybe you get it, maybe you don't. I have no fucking idea. Frankly, I don't care. Just fucking donate to the fucking Patreon. Thank you. I hope I didn't put everyone to sleep. Holy to sleep, shit. Now sleep. it's great. But first of all, you know Carl's going to make this into an interesting episode. Everybody knows that already. I do appreciate the uh, the patrons that we've had. We've had a lot of uh, activity over the last three months. Uh, Carl Stomberg is living like a king. He's literally made tens of dollars over the last... I mean... Probably tens of dollars. That's that's accurate. Sorry. I mean, he's not starving, but, you know, he looks, he's hungry. We'll just say that. He's a student, too. So oh. You know he's hungry. Correct. Well, that's the old, uh, that's the uh, Bob Marley thing, right? I've eaten, but I'm hungry. It's like an activist thing. Ah, fuck it. Look. <clears throat> We got a bunch of art. We're putting it out. 50 patrons. I'm going to put a fucking billboard in Trolley Square. It's true. You're already going to see the art. Because by the time this has been out, we've, we're going to have a national figure in an episode before that's been out. So we're, we're fucking doing it. Patreon.com. The Highlands Bunker. At Highlands Bunker. We're on iTunes. It's not complicated. Also... Be a subscriber to uh, Delaware Online and the, and the News Journal. These guys are trying their best to, sh to fucking spoon feed you what's happening. And if you know of any corporate malfeasance in Delaware, contact Carl Baker. Yes, he can, he can contact that. you on all the secret. Believe me, Carl and I have, uh, we've communicated over secret. Uh, we can't even talk about it right now. It's like we've gone through like a server, like an email server in Switzerland. Rob's a horrible source. He's like, I'm, I'm okay. a, you know what? I'm a great source. You won't use my shit. <laughs> all right, everybody. Hey, look. Lula leave right. Never forget that. Let's hope that we can get a, a big election result in Canada, because we, we might get we might get a real big move to socialism in Canada. Jagmeet Singh. We already have, you know, a, 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 a progressive figure in Mexico. Amlo. No, we should talk about Amlo someday. But... Fucking Amlo is the best. Mm. Look, people think Amlo didn't go big, didn't go far enough, but. Ooh, we Carl Baker Amla? disagrees. I I don't disagree. No, there's just so so. Are we do, do we have? Right now? Sorry, Carl. I'm saying that. Like Carl, oh, what's going? Sorry, you know buddy. I lived in Mexico um, City. I know. Yeah. Well, and Lex is Lex is fucking raring to go back to uh, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. But again, let let's just say you have uh, Jagmeet Singh as a huge player in Canada. You have Amlo in Mexico, and then we get Bernie in, which. I mean, we got we got to get Bernie in. That's just the this hemisphere can be a beacon for real structural change for people. That's what we want to do. And if you're interested in that, go to patreon.com 
the Highlands Bunker and help us out. If you're in Canada and you're listening to this, you can't uh, vote now because the vote's already over. But let's just hope that Jugmeet Singh does something. Carl, thank you for coming in. Thank you for inviting me. Carl, thank you for doing the knobs and the things that you're doing. Jordan? Does he have knobs? Oh, yeah, okay, there's some there. There's, there's, there's actually there's well, a good I, number of knobs back there. Well, I didn't know if it was like real knobs or if he had skew morphs on his um, laptop there and he was like turning digital knobs with his mouse, but they weren't real knobs. I don't know what you guys are saying. Right? I, I actually don't know what he's saying either. <laughs> All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Left is best. Cheers. <laughs>